Hi, this is Pinball Monkeys, and we do long-form improv comedy every month in Kuala Lumpur. But we want to bring even more funny content to even more people. So we're launching a weekly sketch comedy podcast exclusively on Patreon. Follow us for weekly half-hour episodes that sound kind of like this. Sapan untuk orang Melayu yang baru, honeymoon, yeah. Today, we will learn how to speak Malay. Kita hmm. ni ada amanah tanggungjawab sebagai zookeeper. Kurangkan kan gaji minima. Every new episode will always be available for free. However, if you support us on Patreon for as low as five ringgit a month, you get exclusive episodes, bonus content, discounts, merchandise, special shoutouts, and more. Come get silly with us. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/PinballMonkeys. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Mental Fucha Podcast. It's me again, Muzaki Zainal. I don't know why you expected anything anybody else, because I mean did you? Did you? I don't I don't know. I don't know you that much. I mean we can talk. I I don't really want to talk to you unless we're already friends. How how am I starting this episode so confrontational so early on? I'm sorry. Um uh welcome. Uh I care about you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of this uh podcast. Um, I am Muzaki Zainal, as I've said, and today's special guest is Rizman Razlan. Yes, that's me. Thank you. Woo! Yeah. Uh, he is, uh, yeah, you're excited. First time caller and first time listener also. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for that. Rizman is, uh, you can find him on Instagram, R-I-E-Z-N-U-T-S, uh, on the Instagrams, and he's uh, a newbie-noob in the scene of the stand-up comedy, but I... I I don't I don't I don't like the there's this color about the word noob as if as if being new uh, means you're always going to be bad. Like it's it's not true. Like just because you're new doesn't mean doesn't mean you're expected to have a lot of flaws. I feel like there's a there's a refreshing thing to the idea of somebody being new and you're one of the guys who are new and great. So yeah, yeah I really yo, you're like yo you're very ready to receive that compliment. You're like yeah, I am. <laughs> How dare you? When I started, they called you the noob, so it's kind of nice. Like Wait. it's like the passing of the noob mantle. What? Yeah. Who called me the noob? Who are these assholes? I mean, they're <laughs> they're probably just people, or who are my peers now, right? They're probably like Prakash or, or Brian or somebody. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was them. Uh, I, I don't want to name names. Man. Name names. Boy, yeah, this, we're all transparent fitting. on this on this podcast. We we say everything. So not really. We don't say everything. But we, so. Hey, when you started comedy, what was it? What was like? So what? Like when you were starting comedy? Yeah. Did you know you were like a noob, or you just like, nah, I don't want to be a noob. I want to be my own man. I if people who aren't followers of the podcast, all I I assume there's twelve of you. You would know that I have a pretty like uh, arrogant streak. That I I keep on the low, but for sure I feel when I started I kind of looked at I I watch uh, the live stand up a lot and then I'm like I gotta I'm pretty sure I can be better than a lot of these guys, but I just need to figure out how to get there because I have not done stand up any uh, and have not done stand up at all. So uh, yeah, Moose is like low key the Kanye West of our scene. Uh, <laughs> I always really ba- I always back it up. I don't talk shit just to talk shit. <laughs> I'm actually good. So what? Okay. So um, I but I do know that there were so many other people who are way better than me at other things that I'm not good at. You know, like uh, I will never be as good as uh, uh, Prakash as a host. You know, uh, I don't think I'll ever be as good as Hindra with connecting to the audience immediately. Um, maybe not. Hindra scares the audience into connecting. People. Whatever you get, whatever gets you connecting, you know what I mean. That's his. Okay. Yeah, that's his. So it, I know fear was like so a okay. tool you so, use so, so for the audience, right? Uh, Hindra is this tall dude, Mama Jama Puma on Instagram. If you know him, he's this he's a tall guy from Clang. He looks like you've seen his mugshot somewhere. He looks <laughs> like oh wait wait isn't this guy who raped the no so like he's but he's really nice and he he's a tour guide. And as on sta- on stage, he's like really good at connecting to the audience, and and you're right, he is intimidating. He as a force on stage, his stage presence is big. Huge. Yeah. So people will look at him and go, "Whoa, this guy is pretty intense." So that's 
that's fun and uh yeah so so that the those kind of stuff i will never i will never i don't think i write jokes and test them out on stage uh as as yeah because you as know they're prolific. like good as you write them which is an insane skill to me i you, I okay. You say this, but maybe that's because you don't read books a lot, or what? You oh, know, yeah. yeah you know, there's a lot of people who write funny, and they never talk on stage. Oh my yeah. Yeah, there's people like David. I, yeah, what? Whenever someone gives me a book like Hey Reisman, I think your young growing mind needs to read this book. I wish I read this book when I was your age. Yeah, I'm giving it to you. Right. I'm like, hey, thanks, man. I'll read it and I'll give it to someone else yeah. for them to read it and give me cliff notes. Do you feel bad about not reading stuff though? No, not really. No. I don't know. I just can't read, man. Cause I that's fine. I prefer watching or like the listening. I understand to it. that. That's why I never give you any books. Cause why would I waste yeah. that on you? It's gonna <laughs> be wasted. I've seen the books on your shelf. I don't want fucking your uh, fucking cookbooks and your Ed Hardy's Ed Hardy's. and your Lauren Hardy. My bad. What? What are, what are you talking about? You 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 see my bookshelf. You don't even read the titles. You're just saying stuff. Oh, is that your living room bookshelf? Like you have a better bookshelf hidden somewhere that you no, only show to like. There's rooms. That, okay, in any of the rooms, there's books except the kitchen. So I don't know. Like I I I I have this thought that this little insight that I don't know if there's gonna be a bit or what, but mm-hmm. I think reading is overrated. Like, Thank you. It's, Finally, it's, someone brave said it. I, and I am a reader. I'm a writer. I really like reading, and I think people who are, who are, who overvalue reading are a little. Come on, just relax. People who say, "Oh, um, uh, I, this teacher gave me this book, sparked my love of reading. I love reading because reading is a bridge to knowledge." And I'm going to the house, and the bookshelf is full of like Twilight. And what is this? <laughs> what knowledge? Which bridge are you taking? Where are you going? You 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 got blind and like you Yo. you develop nearsightedness because you read fucking twinky uh, fan fiction. Get Yo, it? when what? I was in English class yeah. in the Middle East, I'm the only Asian guy in the whole school. Yeah, uh, it was a book report. We're all like twelve, and that was the hype of the Twilight books. Yeah, and I'm like, I guess I guess I'll read Twilight because my sisters like it. Wait, how old are so you again? I was like. 12. You are 12 in Bahrain. Yeah, 12. You are half Chinese, half, uh, what's the other half? Malay. Half Malay yeah. boy in Bahrain, right? Yeah. Full, savage yeah. full of other so, 12 year old Arabs. So and I, you I'm thought like, for your book report. The, yeah. And then the teacher's like, all right, everyone, welcome back from summer vacation. Wait, you read it. You had uh, the idea yeah. to read Twilight and you did. And you finished and, it. Yeah, and wow. so the te- English teacher's like, so everyone, what did you read for your summer vacation book report? Hmm. You know, he, she goes down the whole class. Oh, I read this. Okay. I read the Quran. I read the Quran. Okay, all right. We go back to that. <laughs> we put a pin in that. We go back to that. But go ahead. And then it came to me. I'm like third last. Hmm. I got like a really high high pitch puberty voice. Of course. I read, I read Twilight yeah. and one Arab kid without skipping beat. Yeah. Twilight, wala, toilet. And then the whole <laughs> class laughed. And I never read again. I never read again. Can you I say that? Can, you, that can you say what the kid said again? The kid said, Twilight, wala, toilet. That's Arab humor. Right. Okay, great. You so, say wala. Yeah. So, for example, the physics teacher is teaching some physics yeah. shit. And she's like, this is called raw. Mm. Some guy's like, raw, wala, smack down. And then the whole class. <laughs> <laughs> That's Arab humor. Yo, I, I love that. <laughs> you just say wala and whatever the punchline is. You don't even have to write yeah. the joke. Amazing! It's not even a punchline. It's like whatever sounds like a thing. Wow, yeah. that is amazing. So I never read again from that day. Wow. Okay. I, the kid who brought the Quran. Has those, <laughs> is there only one kid who did this, or like did everybody? It's just one kid. It's just one kid. kid. This kid yeah. has to be like, come on, you are an Arab and you're in Bahrain. The teachers are married. What? The teachers are married. The American, teachers are married. So the, yeah, the He's Arab white. kids the trying white. to fuck her. Yeah, teacher's white. Right, okay. And the like, I read the Quran for the movie part. How are you a walking stereotype? Did he go home into a pyramid? Like, this guy shouldn't be walking around. Like, amazing. Oh for the movie part, you brought the Quran. How dare you? And then, what is the American teacher's gonna say? Well, you really shouldn't have read this because I don't agree with a lot. You can't say anything. Such, yeah. That's such a cheat. Uh, Ibrahim, uh, what is your homework for, uh, for summer? Uh, 
I have to read the book report. I have to find a good book to read, uh, Abi. Good book, huh? The Quran is the uh, best book. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that was uh, my. That's my very short history okay. of reading. My, okay. I think that was the last book I read. My, the 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 thing about um reading is okay. Not not reading. Not not the reading is bad. I think the reason is overrated. I think is because. When you're, uh, pe- people have this thing about, oh, reading is an abstraction of information, right? Like, um, when you learn something, you either look at it and then you mimic it. That's a very, like a baby way of learning, right? The baby looks at the mom eating and then the baby takes the food in the mouth and then that's a visual learning. Um, when you hear a thing and you, you make that sound again, that's like audio, auditory learning. So, uh, but reading has a high, like, um, information density, Right, mm, so that yeah. you, so that you can you have a lot of information, but it's all just in glyphs with ink on paper, and it takes you a while to understand um, uh, what a sentence means. Sometimes you need to understand the context, even if you know what all, what all the words mean individually. You can look at the sentence and go, "What is this trying to, to tell me within the context of the book?" <laughs> right. So yeah. right. So 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 that effort, that mental load, uh, that that it takes to read that and 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 uh, imagine a Game of Thrones in your head or like. Imagine how physics works. That mental load, um, I think, because it takes a lot of effort, or it takes more effort than watching something and listening to something, people value that effort as if as if that effort itself is virtuous. It's not. Yeah. You can do a lot of mental work to go through a book, and the book can still be garbage. You know, you can still yeah. say, "Oh, well, I'm a bookworm. I guess I'm pretty smart." <laughs> and then the entire shelf is full of, you know, just uh, gay erotica. And then, <laughs> and so what? You know, I feel like the what's more valuable is um, uh, knowing, like having a lot of different interests and exploring that. No matter Yo. what kind of what kind of thing it is, yeah. What? Yeah, you think like one kid in history once accidentally brought like his parents' like adult fiction uh, novel to book report day? Yeah, you and, did. Like, you brought Twilight. <laughs> you bought that was you know what Twilight is like one. It's one step away from Fifty Shades. Like once <laughs> oh once God. you finish Twilight, the logical next step is let's read Fifty Shades and then explore my sexuality. That's that's what <laughs> your sister's reading. So you, just so you know. Oh man, the teacher had to listen to you talk about Twilight, and nobody stopped you. That's amazing. No, no, the kids stopped, and I think the teacher was grateful. Oh yeah, I mean, well, I mean, nobody stopped you to finish reading <laughs> it when you were in in, in your house. Like you're at house reading Twilight, and and they are whoever's in the house. Like, oh, you're reading Twilight. All right, I guess you're a twelve year old. Might as well read about a pregnant werewolf lady. <laughs> at what? Uh yeah. But you also are a fan. I see. Nice. I need to yeah. know enough to talk shit about it. I can't talk shit about something unless I know. You know. Yeah. So what I okay as far as I understand about Twilight is there's a there's a vampire who loves period sex. Uh, he sparkles in the daytime, yep. and he's he's there's a gang war between him and the, he's the Bloods because vampires and the Crips are the Wolverines, the wolf, the werewolves, and yeah. who was <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, and the the leader of the werewolves is the is Shark Boy, uh, Native American, yeah, Shark Boy, and uh, Shark Boy gets the lady pregnant with a werewolf baby. I don't I don't I even do you. There's like a weird part. Uh, the, so basically there's one weird part that really messed me up as a kid so the main uh, protagonist Bella okay she's basically the whole book is her choosing between the werewolf or the vampires right yeah so she chooses the vampire has a baby with the vampire yeah. we're calling and then the baby rapidly ages right so like in human years she's like two but in vampire years she's already like 12 and then the werewolf guy, Sharp Boy, is like, I'm going to marry your daughter. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is like that's, weirdly... That's some Woody Allen shit. Yeah. It's not, it's not something, yeah. As a 12-year-old, how much does this affect you? Like, do you, like, is it, does it even tell you stuff about love and how you understand things? Maybe there's something uh, good. I'm trying to unlearn it? everything I've ever learned from that book mm. now in my 20s. Well, I mean, good luck, man. Just read up a lot more about uh, philosophy. I should read the Quran. That kid was right. <laughs> the Quran. What does the Quran teach you? The Quran teaches you quite a bit. There's a lot of fun stories in there. A lot of a lot of interesting rules, 
and uh, yeah, it's it's fun stuff. You try to read the translation; it's it's, it's quite interesting. You can skip around; it's fine. Because uh, yeah, right. So yeah, the the book reading thing—that's the one 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 thing that I know. That that's sort of an observation I had. I don't know if it's a bit or 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 what, but people do do that. That's that's a little <laughs> weird to me. Yeah, um, as a as a kid, uh, uh, how long were you in Bahrain? Uh, like almost ten years. From from what from what year to what year? From oh I, ooh, I like can't from what age? Years. From what age day? What okay, age? age is better. Uh, from like nine to nineteen. Oh wow, those are like formative years. Those are yeah, quite important much. years. So I feel, yeah, I think about what I would be like if I never went there. Oh my god, okay, I'd be way worse. That's what you're thinking of, but I want <laughs> I want to know who you were when you were there. Like you know how people practice uh, uh, the religion here. But I, I had a full episode. The episode just dropped, uh, by the way, uh, about... Uh, as we're recording this, I just dropped an episode about Ramadan. Nice. So, uh, because that, I was uh, getting annoyed at how I see people viewing Ramadan because people talk about yep. food a lot and they just yep. they just overdo the food, which I think is very weird because you're not supposed to do that in Ramadan. But you were in Bahrain, so what do you see as far as your observation about the practice is... Uh, it's very calm there. There's like in Bahrain, Bahrain's like top three most liberal Arab countries. Liberal in like the most loosest sense. Most liberal like, Arab country. I love that. Liberal means it's not Sharia law. There it okay. is. That's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Listen, you. We are. We are very loose. We're calm <laughs> people. You don't have to. If you want to go out of your husband's house, you don't have to ask permission <laughs> in person. You can text. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, really. Yeah, girls can wear like skirts there, right. and you know. Okay. Yeah. So, but but the and the Ramadan, how how is it? Ramadan is very chill. People just stay at home. They leave work an hour earlier. That's it. Uh, there's no bazaars or anything like really? that. Really? Are, are you just... sure there's no bazaars? You weren't, even, or was it some stuff that you didn't get get involved in? Probably. A bit both because like there's no hype going on like like uh, oh my god everyone has to go to the bazaar fair only one day. Uh, what what do people hype. talk about if they're not hyped about food? Because I uh, they just make fun about how hot it is because Ramadan <laughs> is during the summer, so they the memes of like hot Ramadan. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just people posting videos of their slippers melting on the pavement. Right. How they can cook a boiled egg mm. on the side of the road. But not eat it, right? Because they're fasting. Mm-hmm. I I, I like how they boil it instead of they. You can, <laughs> like you can put a frying pan outside and not waste water. But you're in Bahrain, where we're in a desert country. <laughs> we just let's waste some water so we can boil it. Also, when you boil eggs, you can't see it. <laughs> Such a dumb way to show hot. Okay. Um, anyway. oh, no, man. It's hot. People go mad there. I understand. Uh, there's no extremism in Bahrain. For, really? Like, like one time, my friend smoked outside, and mm. all he got was a scolding from a cop. Like, young man, please don't smoke. Think about the others. Have a good day. And then we just walked away. Because it was that during was the Ramadan. Only time. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was the only time that was the worst. That's pretty the chill. The extremism mm. I experienced in Bahrain during Ramadan is... Every night when I went to the Malaysian embassy with my dad. <laughs> oh my god, it's the worst! Wow, how, okay, tell me the story. Tell me one story, dude, yeah. I, dude, by the way, Michael Jackson's house in Bahrain was like three houses next all to right, the Malaysian embassy. Alright, let's pause that. Let's go talk about the embassy thing. That's all. I, I remember more about the drive there than going there because I just black out there. Yeah, but Then you, people are just being Malaysia. Just being What do you mean? How do they show you extremism in the embassy? That's what I want to know. They're just like... So how many days did you fast? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then like... How many the, days the, did you fast? 30. We're supposed to fast 30 days. 30. But, you know, you try to make the kids tell the truth. Oh, you were oh you were young enough to be in yeah. the... To try, yeah. You're so, in the trial period. You get... you the, yeah. yeah, the adults will like... Do like a Muslim tryout. Okay. okay, this kid, how many days you fast? 30? Come on, be honest with me. Be honest with auntie. I'll wow. give you extra cake lapis. Wow. And then you're like, okay, fine. I did a fast today. I knew it. And then they kind of gossip about your parent. <laughs> uh, his kid didn't fast. He's not Muslim enough. I'm like, dude, this is, I, this is why I left the country. That is very... <laughs> this is why you left Bahrain? So this, no, this is why I left <laughs> Malaysia. <laughs> you're still in Malaysia. The hell are you talking about? I mean, I'm back now. Yeah. And like the, the petty, like people are trying to outpray each other. 
outpray each other. The tarawih, right. the long prayer. How does one, that work? Outpray each other. They put the Malaysians in Bahrain are insane. They're all trying to like pray like like all the men while doing the tarawih. Yeah. They're trying to like come up with like a single teardrop and trying <laughs> to get into the trance. They're trying to like outpray each other. I will. I will purpose. I'm at the back of the other misfits. Uh, I will try pray wrong on purpose right. to try to make people laugh. People around me laugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's people are like trying to fight to be the closest to the Malay Imam. It's just oh man, it's gross. Is it that? That seems pretty harmless to me. Like at least oh, okay. at least they're not ma- making you do anything, you know. Oh no! They made me do stuff. They made me do. Stuff. Oh, what did they make you do? <laughs> like uh, there's like snitches at the wudu. Uh, wudu snitch. Yeah, what? wudu snitch. What? Like, hey, Rizman didn't wash his uh, scalp uh, correctly, and wow. he only washed it like one and a half times. I'm like, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, only in the Malaysian embassy in Bahrain. That is amazing that Malays can spread their nonsense <laughs> all the way across the world like this. Oh boy. Um, oh my. Michael Jackson's house. Why yeah, does he have dude. a house in Bahrain again? That's uh, you know how like he disappeared in like the mid two thousands. Just no, yeah, he's still oh, okay. I mean, yeah, hmm. yeah. That's where he was chilling. He's just uh, raising his kids there, his like lab kids, in Bahrain. Yeah. Why was he there? The why Bahrain? It's like super. I, <laughs> bro. I don't think people knew what where Bahrain was. Uh, like before he moved in. Oh, okay. Is that yeah. you thought yeah. that was that was why it was there? I think I think the country Bahrain started when Michael Jackson landed. He like created. Okay. I don't know, man. All right, but you know it was his house. How did you know? Yeah, that was his house. Everyone he knows his house. There's like pictures of it on our newspaper. Like him, like going to the airport. But you guys but, don't like, bother no, him. He's like, uh, it's no, no, no one bothers him. Yeah. Really? Everyone's just chill. Huh. I thought well, if my neighbor or like if I live like <laughs> nearby for Michael Jackson, I would try to find out what he's working on. You know. <laughs> Wouldn't you kind of want to? Oh, man. No? No, I don't want to. It's so... There's already Cantonese people at the Malaysia embassy. I don't want to go, you know? You don't have to pass the embassy. You just go straight to his house and, like, figure out what's up. So, so I go, It's Michael, Michael Jackson, oh, yeah. Michael! Oh, Michael. Cik, Cik Michael. Cik Michael puasa tak? Boleh main dengan blanket? Apa nama dia? Slimut. Slimo, <laughs> Slimo, Slimo. Is Slimo the other Amazing. So that was like oh that was pretty important. Your like uh, like early formative years of 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 being in Bahrain, but like yeah, I guess the only thing it informed you was how how I mean, okay how what is the thinking that you. All right, this is stuff that I kind of like uh, thinking about the psychology of countries. Like um, um, Malaysia is um, Malaysia is kind of uh, I'm half Singaporean so I can say this Malaysia is Singapore light (laughs) In the way that it follows the rules But it's also very lazy about following the rules I don't mean lazy as in doesn't want to do the work I mean we'll follow the rules But we value who we're connected to Like because we have the musical thrones thing the one where uh, every X number of years, uh, you get to be the king. You get to be the king. Uh, come on, let's you be the king. How about you be the king? Like, they, they rotate. You know this rule, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you dri- you can drive like an hour and there's a new king. So we oh. have, we are the only country with the highest uh, number of like kings per cap- per like square foot, I think. Because uh, 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 we still believe in like, oh, this person just by birth is more important than other people. This is why this thinking is like, all the way, yeah. all the way up to now. That's why certain ministers' daughters can do whatever they want. We, uh, many of us feel like they have earned that just because they are somebody, somebody, somebody. But also, but 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 outside of that, we follow the rules of whoever dictates the rules, right? That's that's the Malaysian sort of identity. We got our independence by sending our top guy over to London to have a meeting. That's how we got independence, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the in Indonesia, the they, guy who wasn't afraid to play it. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile in Indonesia, they riot. They tore down the flag. They were like, get the fuck out of here, you Dutch motherfucker. They're like, rioting. That's why Indonesia's hobby is like to go on strike. They go on strike on a moment's notice for nothing, right? 
Meanwhile, in Malaysia, when, when we do our birthday thing, we do it on yeah. a Saturday. Let's do it on a Saturday lah. Nanti yeah. kalau kerja yeah, kan. Comedian do five minutes. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Hey, we'll forever mention it on his resume. What? What's this? It's him. Well, oh, oh, like we talk a lot about birthday. Yeah. But even though we did it and nothing happened. Yeah, when, yeah. When I first got to this country, I met Sim. Hey, I just perform at this uh, Bursay. 4,000 people. I'm like, oh, Bursay. I gotta go to that comedy club. <laughs> and this, I didn't know what Bursay was. So I, for like a year, I thought Bursay was like some comedy hangout event spot. That sounds like a good name for a club. If if Bursay <laughs> as an event didn't already start. So I was gonna say that the Bursay riot, the, the riot, the civil disobedience march that we did, we did that on a Saturday where... Where people are on holiday and we didn't disrupt yeah. anything, so that was dumb. Yeah. So because we want to, we want, we want what we want. We're loud and annoying about it, but we want to follow the rules. So that's that's the Malaysian identity. Hmm. So like, um, so so Indonesian identity has that or the right thing and the whatever. The <clears throat> the US has this um the pioneer spirit. You know, they cross the Delaware and then they're like, yeah, let's the new world. You know, manifest destinies. So that's why they're like, everything's bigger, everything's better. We're we're better, we're faster, we're stronger than you. That's the American spirit. So you living as long as you did in Bahrain, did you pick up what Bahrain is about? Like, do you know what the people are Yo, like? Bahrain is like the people are like the tor- the stereotype is they're the laziest like uh, human race on earth. I mean, that's like, not like, anything. But I assume because Bahrain is an Arab country, it has been colonized by the British a little bit, or no? Uh, no, it's because the country is very oh man, it's like nothing happens. It's super relaxed. No There's wait, no but what's crime. the history of it? What who founded it and did it? Was it part of some oh, other? Oh, I the history I I did not pay attention to. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, I only knew of what's happening in front of me. There's a riot for like a month. What? No school for yeah. But you, like but it was a riot. But you you call them lazy. So you that right there, I feel like you're not that the right was person the to only ask. Time. That is the only time in your history okay. where things got what bad. Okay, what was it about? It was uh, the Sunnis versus the Shias. Oh, is Bahrain a Shia uh, country? It's a Sunni country. With the Shia minority. Oh, it's a Sunni uh, uh, family, royal family. Okay. But the majority is Shia. Oh, that ah, is interesting. Yeah, I got it right. Now, now that, okay, now that is a country. Now that's a, you know yeah. what I mean? As in, now we're in somewhere interesting. Cause uh, you have wow, that is that. Yeah, mm. There was a bomb outside my house once. Yeah, like that, that little robot from what? the the District Nine movies. What are the, you talking about it. now? There's like a so for like a month there was just random bombs around the country, like car bombs. Who are who is getting the riots? The the Shia majority or the the Sunni minority? It's the it's the Shia majority. Right, uh, they're yeah, like, they knocked down the most famous statue in Bahrain <sighs> of Michael Jackson. Because <laughs> they're like this guy, you know. I think he's a Sunni. It took like it took like a hundred kids to push that thing down. Dang. <laughs> so wait. Uh. Okay. Then. So there was bombs just randomly, and you had yeah. to stay home. Yeah. Stay home. How? How? Play. Yeah. Play Call of Duty Zombies for like a month straight. Got so good at it. Anyways, yeah. Dang. Why? Why were you there again? You're one of your parents is a diplomat or something. No, no my dad got an engineering job, ah. and then and then my dad's like, "Hey, I miss you, kids. Come visit dad." I'm, and then we're like, "Oh, okay." And then me, and my sisters, who were they were like like tw- I was like nine, they were like twelve. Yeah. They had to like be my babysitter in the airport. So weird. And then, what? And See, then, what was the airport thing? That the it was like my first time on a flight. Yeah. And then my sisters had to who are like twelve, they had to yeah. be in charge of me. That, which is Why? I was horrifying, man. I was like, well, can I get an adult? I don't trust these two. You think they trusted themselves? <laughs> they were told to trust themselves. So yeah. they listened to orders. Yeah, so they have once you have directives you can listen to it and you'll be fine. So I'm sure yeah. it was fine. Right. They like tricked me too. They told me, "Hey, we're gonna go to uh, uh, uh summit uh to USJ summit to buy games." I'm like, "Okay," and then they like packed all my bags. And they just <laughs> you just watched them pack your bags. Like, wow, this is a long trip, huh, to summit? Yeah, How I thought we were like body couple or something because they knew I'm afraid of planes and any like vehicle. I'm wow. a weird kid, mm. so yeah. All kids me. are weird, man. That statement doesn't mean anything. 
was oh, yeah, I, uh, what's I interesting is how weird you are. Oh. Yeah, well, 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 you went there. Yeah. Go ahead. Went there and then hung out with my dad for like two weeks, and then my like, hey, dad gonna stay here. I kind of don't want to hang out with mom, and he's like, "Oh, okay, sure, that's why I'm here. Cool, we get hired from <laughs> that's mom what together. I'm here. That's what I'm here. I've never said this out loud. This feels so good. <laughs> oh this is great. I do this podcast for uh, for other comedians, really. Sometimes, oh my god, just, just to get and stuff yeah, out. It was just me and my dad for like ten years. Yeah, bros. Yeah. yeah. And my sisters were like losers. They're like, oh, okay, we're just going to go back. Like, what? You have a choice. You you like, perceive them as losers, but they probably prefer to not be in, in Bahrain. True, true. Yeah. Okay, true. Right? Yeah. Because at the time, I'm sure you're like, oh, sisters, bleh. Right? Yeah. 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 That, that makes sense. You know, you're a kid. And also, like, I grew up in Rawang, which is not the best place if you are a murtad. Because <laughs> uh, it was very okay. uh, Malay there, right? Dude, but you're not, like you're not, years. you're not really, you're not a murtad. You're just a Dude, very got, loose cultural Muslim. No, in Rawang, I got bullied for being like half Malay. Everyone else was like 100 percent Malay. Mm-hmm. So I was like, the, I'm like this half Jewish kid in class, right? Because I had like brown hair. Yeah. So everyone and my sisters didn't wear like a tudong. So for like my whole childhood, I just got bullied. How how by, how like, how, how did you get bullied? Oh, dude. Uh, sekolah agama I would just get picked on By the ustad <laughs> uh, Yeah Cause like How? I had, like, how, would the, how would the ustad and do then, it? How would the ustad do it? And my mom would always Pick me up From sekolah agama But she had like Makeup She had blonde hair She had like sunglasses Yo I wanna know How the ustad would bully you She would always Make me first To read like Arabic stuff and, and I would just embarrass myself for like five ah, minutes. That's so mean. Like he would keep me up there on like the stage. Uh, sorry, the front of the class. Yeah. And like normal, normally the other kids they mess up one word. Hey, you don't go away. Right. But me, he lets me suffer and read the whole page. Wow. That Dude, is... it was horrible. Oh my god. And then he would like comment on, "Hey, you gotta tell your mom to wear tudong and your sisters too, man." You're the only Malay family in this play area that doesn't wear tudong. I'm like, dude, I'm not. I'm, I'm seven. Please leave me alone. That is, um, <clears throat> that is, uh, sadly, you know, not not uncharacteristic of, of Malay teachers. <laughs> I get bullied a lot as well because that's my homework. Because of of me looking Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You do. That's a thing you can get bullied for apparently. <clears throat> so yeah, man. That's uh, where did you where, grow up? Where did I grow up? Um, there. Okay, so the first few years of my mm-hmm. life was at my grandpa's, my late grandpa's house. It Slango? was yeah, it was Slangoa, but it was in um, mm-hmm. it was in Selayang near Gomba. Mm-hmm. So the that house has my cousins, my aunties. Uh, there's like three families in the house. So yeah, yeah it, was, it was a big house, and uh, first few years was there, and then. And then Wangsa Maju-ish Near, near Stapak Taman Melati for a bit And then Bangi and then, You never grew up in Singapore? Or like spent time there? <laughs> I, I go to Singapore every year For a year That's the that's the extent of Me going going to My knowledge of Oh are you like the main food smuggler For Raya <laughs> In Singapore? I don't know about that <laughs> Well I do remember for sure When I was a kid Was when I went to Singapore I would be the guy who Who would like Tell everyone jokes Like they would sit around In a circle And I would sit down And just oh tell them jokes God. They would do There was this Like stairwell uh, You've been to Singapore yeah. right? Yeah To a HDB flat So there's yeah. like stairs So I would like Be on the landing Of the stair Okay So outside of the Right outside of the My grandma's uh, Old house You can yeah. go down the stairwell And then there's a landing And then And then the landing Has this wall behind it You know those landings Where it doesn't go anywhere Just the landing And then you walk down again And then the corridor Yeah You get what I'm talking about Okay So the stairways goes down And then the wall So I would stand on the landing And my cousins would sit On this On the stairs Like like they're bleachers And then I would do Random nonsense To entertain them Is this before Wi-Fi? (laughs) Yeah Yeah this is before the internet I was I had no idea what I was doing. I just I was I was I was like doing just like stuff I remember from movies and just lines and characters and just oh my jokes. God. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like I'm not wasn't doing it a, a, a type five or like an hour or Dude, what. 
But yeah, you were just doing whatever to entertain the troops. Pariah. <laughs> yeah, they were. Dude, what? every comedian <clears throat> has this story where before him doing comedy, when they were like a kid, they would like do something like this. Hmm. I realized mine like recently. Yeah, I was, what was yours? Like, you know, uh, as a kid, you know, remember K Zone? Those like child magazines in Malaysia. K Zone, the 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 Australian magazine, right? I guess. I know I it was Australian because I would see the ads. I'm like, these products don't exist. <laughs> and then I would go to the website. I'm like, this is Australian. So yeah, okay. Well, you're telling me those Marmite snacks could never. Oh man. No like, man, kangaroos uh, turns out don't exist. Okay, yeah. And then Kazo. The back pages had like one-liner shitty pun jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like seven. I would like I would not understand any of them. Right. I would like go to my mom, who's always on the phone. Yeah. Never paid attention to me. Yeah. I would like I would read her these jokes. Like, uh, what happened to the wooden car with wooden wheels and wooden engine? Yeah. It wouldn't go. And then my mom <laughs> would start laughing. Yeah. And then I'm like, holy shit, she just gave me attention. <laughs> so I would buy the every, I would buy the K-Zone every week. You buy one joke per week? Day. There was like five jokes okay. on each. So I would just do like three minute set that I stole from a kid's magazine. Wow. <laughs> and like did it to my mom. That was like the only time she paid attention. Oh. Yeah, I remember having. Uh, I I was bought joke books, because I would just regurgitate jokes I read and we just we just digest that that was that would come in the in the mail for my mom. So we just I digest. You were like a New Yorker cartoon guy. Had the nah, we our family was not <laughs> New Yorker family. We didn't afford. We couldn't afford that. So we just digest has this. Yeah. Every time, every after at the end of a long piece, there would be like a little. Area at the bottom of the page where there's like a little jokey thing. Sometimes those yeah, are fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I would, I would just tell, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, just jokes and puns from joke books, and yeah, that was uh, that was uh, how that was my. Ah, oh, there's also dumb. All right, <laughs> there's one kind of like comic-y thing. Like uh, there was yeah. there was a drawing, but also the guy was reading it out. Right, so he was telling about telling a story of how he escaped. Uh, a prison cell uh, that only had a chair. Okay? Uh-huh. So, it's a long one. So, bear, bear with me. Okay. So, the guy goes, first, okay, first what you do is you rub your hands until until they're sore. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you grab the saw and then you cut the chair in half. Now, you take the two halves and you put them together. You make it whole. Now, you get out of the hole. And now, <laughs> now you're outside the prison. Right? That, Explains so much, and then, and then you yell, you yell out loud until you and until your voice gets hoarse, and then you get on the horse and then you leave. Oh my god! That's the joke I remember the most. Dude, because. that explains your sense of humor so much. Oh my god, it's like surreal. How did you understand these jokes I, when your brain is still like mush? I mean, I was just trying to. I I understood the patterns of what jokes are. You know what I mean? It's, it's the same with you, right? We were, we were just mashing words together and we're trying to get it to work, right? Like if you, I was I I talk a lot about this, but I'm just gonna say it again. It's fine. Like if you really. I'm sure you have friends who tell you, I I watch a comedy today. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop for a while. You've heard people say this, right? I watch a comedy. Today, I watch I watch I watch I watch some stand up this week. I'm gonna do something else. Uh-huh. You've heard people say this, right? Yeah. Yeah. You and you don't understand it, right? How can you get yeah, tired really of comedy, that. right? Yeah. Okay. So now I'm 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 offering you a way to understand the how normal people think. So. <laughs> So uh, uh, if if you are if you are them no com- no um, nobody's normal really but let's okay. let's try to understand in what ways are we weird okay once you know the kind of weird you are you can you can play to your strengths and be uh, uh, be a person of some success and happiness okay so um, if people know uh, or normals say oh I'm I'm watching comedy I'm done I have my comedy meter filled. Now I've I've got joy. I'm gonna go and do some work now, or I'm gonna go and explore my own feelings about being sad. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Be a full person, right? Um, yeah. But for for comedians, who really love really really love comedy. We cannot get enough of laughter because for us the meter is broken. We need it really high for it to be at a, at a level. You know what I mean? Which means what? Which oh. which means which means there's something we're severely lacking. <laughs> Either you know we live in a difficult childhood that we don't really we we have difficulty getting getting attention or getting our meter up to a okay level, 
we don't have a good level. We either feel really sad all the time, really anxious all the time, or really deprived of positive attention all the time. Because we have, we feel that we find, we reach out to these different antennas and different different ways to get attention. And when we get that, we're like, we're never gonna get this again, guys. Let's go to the stand up show again tomorrow because because our brain has unfortunately been wired like that. Do you, you get my meaning? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what happens. So when you're a kid, or like when I was a kid, I'll speak for myself. So when I was a kid, um, uh, it was true that it was an angry uh, uh, household. Like uh, people would get angry over nothing, and I would have to really be careful with, with what I say, what I do, because nothing makes sense. I can't rely on the adults to to stick to their rules because they change it depending on their mood, and I have to walk around eggshells all the time. So. I don't know how to say things. I would I would not know how to request for things. I would not speak out for myself and whatever. But there was always some stuff I could say which makes them laugh, which means they approve of what I say. And these are jokes. So when I gravitate to jokes and I look at a thick joke book, I know that if I say this, they laugh. I say this, they laugh. All right, so what is the pattern here that's working? So I look at the thing, you know, we watch sitcoms that we don't understand yet. And then we see, we understand the rhythms. We copy the rhythms, but we don't know what they mean. And then when I read the <laughs> the, the joke about that guy trying to escape from the prison, yeah, uh, I was like, okay, this must mean stuff. You know, I'm reading it. I'm like, some of this doesn't make sense. So I would look at the dictionary and like, oh right, sore, sore is like this, and it sounds like this. Okay, so that's what that's what this is. And then I understood it, and like, okay, so this is what a joke is. You play with an idea, and then if the idea is wrong in a safe way, then it's funny. So just from there, I mean, I didn't have exactly those words to articulate it, but I sort of yeah. f- felt my way around it like that. I'm sure that you know you have this kind of stuff as well. I would never read, so yeah, yeah. I would just be stuck not knowing what it meant. But you would I try some stuff. You would try a lot of stuff, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you should start a business where you go to, like, angry Malay houses and people bring you to diffuse attention. No. Every riot. I don't think that's going to work. I do not diffuse tension very well. Oh, nah. okay. No, I don't know why you think that's a, <laughs> that's a thing I can do. I feel I would hire you just to, like... Fix the juju in my family. Nah. Just, I yeah. mean, you can hire me and I'll take the money, but I'll do a shit job. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll take the money because times job? are tight. You know, I'll, I'll go in and be like, hey, maybe you, you know, maybe family, let's sing a song. And then I leave with an umbrella. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know, like Mary like Poppins. Yeah, yeah, I'll be like, hey, oh, yeah, bye. Was, and, what would a Malay, like, Mar- Mary Poppins? Uh, BB, like? BB Poppins. Uh, she would. I don't know. She would come in and just beat the kids. That's uh. That's it. It's a short film. The husbands like alcoholism and infidelity, like really dark topics. I don't. I don't know if Malay households have a lot of alcoholism with the dads. I know there's a lot of like. uh, There's the the repression is very heavy, like in in Malay households. As far as my observation and my understanding. Um, a lot of the the people who get hurt the most in Malaysian households, as far as I know, or as far as I can tell, are the Malay ladies. If you are a Malay girl, a uh, Muslim Malay girl in Malaysia, your life is horrible until you get married. And even then, it's really terrible. Like, right, when you're a kid, up until puberty, is you're fine. You can get to, you can do whatever you want. People, people yeah. are fine. Once you reach puberty, people say, oh... You, Wear this, don't wear that. Smile, don't smile too much. Why are you doing here? Why are you in the house? Why are you leaving? Why are you not in the kitchen? Why are you in the kitchen so much? Why aren't you studying? Why are you studying too much? All of these rules of, of... And everything is wrong, by the way. You can never be a good uh, uh, Malay Muslim. You succeed too much is, is wrong. You fail, you're a loser. You, you, you look too nice, cannot. You're too hot, you're too hot, cannot. You're too successful, you cannot. You, it's, it's wrong. It's really impossible almost to be... Uh, to be like a like a psychologically safe, successful, love supported Malay uh, Muslim woman, without being trashed by a bunch of Malay assholes. Yeah, dude, yeah. I see that. My sisters, my sisters are like the polar opposite on the Muslim girl scale. It is a mind fuck. Uh, what how, what do you mean the polar opposites? How does that work? The the opposite one tries to be the 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 the, the, the lawful good okay. Muslim girl. Yeah, yeah, like tries to learn how to massage. Right. You know, has like a a, a boyfriend that she remains six feet apart. You know, very proper. <laughs> I mean, she should. We we have a virus. Like <laughs> like uh and like she like you know has knows all the vape shops. 
uh, all, all the all the you know Malay style. And then okay. my middle sister is like the chaotic good. She like goes clubbing and stuff and like models and you know yeah like she only has one tudong. My oldest sister has like a tudong for like every day of the week. Right. Like her tudongs are coordinated. Yeah. It's it's a mindfuck, man. The the paradox, the, not paradox. The, I mean, I'm uh, sure the they, I'm sure they get along with each other and, uh, and uh, it's weird. It's, <laughs> no, they don't. <sighs> they they think they do, but like this is not what bonding is. I mean, you know, well, people are people, man. They, oh my gosh. You know, they they get up to different things and that's not wrong. It's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, what are your siblings like? Are they like, where are they on the scale? Um, my sister's on the, what you would call lawful good. She's a, she's a practicing Muslim and she's married yeah. now, which is great for her. But... Uh yeah, it's 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 all fine. It's it's all cool. We, she she knows who I am. She knows what I get to, and when we talk, we we're, we're in lockstep most of the time. I mean, really, all of the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna just assume it's all of the time, um because uh yeah we're fine. But I I was the one who kept pushing her to like leave, like I was like get yourself emancipated, get out of the family because the stuff yeah. that you're the stuff that you're I'm the, running out of jokes. Get out of the family. The shit, not <laughs> no, the shit that you're, that you're getting. <laughs> You know, from your family and from your parents and from your peers and from your from from people who think they they have they have a say in your life. Yeah, you should get out. And she You're the oldest. To, yeah, I'm the oldest. Ah, sure. I'm the youngest, so I cannot do any of that. What do you mean? Yeah, I like my advice is shot down. Oh yeah, your your advice is useless. Don't never give yeah. advice. It doesn't matter. Your position is is different. Like you are not. This is what you have that the eldest don't have. Okay, so what you have as the youngest is the ability to just watch. All of your siblings fuck up. Make sure you pay attention yeah. when they fuck up, and then just don't do that. It's really you have all the you have the best like, kind of position, uh. really. Yeah, just oh okay, this is how you fuck up. Or you can ask it's them like a lot. You, They'll tell it's you. It's like stuff. when you die in Call of Duty and you just spend the whole game watching, and then you're like, ah, yeah. I can't do anything because they op- can't hear my mic. Except it's the opposite. You're not you're not born yet. You know when when, when <laughs> you know. <laughs> They are already fucking up. So you are in the perfect position. You don't, you don't tell them anything. You ask them stuff. You let them say stupid things, and then you learn from that. Oh my god! So, yeah. Um, right. Okay. Try to accept that truth. Nah, it's, it's, it's gonna take time. Like I'm my position as the eldest. Also, I'm not the great, the greatest sibling. There's a lot bunch, bunch of stuff I don't do simply through dysfunction. But you know, we all have our own weird things about family. You know. Yeah. Uh, so you had a machi poppins. Bibi, Bibi poppins. Uh, yeah, I I don't know about maids, man. You ever had maids growing up? Yes, she was my best friend. Your best friend was your maid. She was my only friend. You know, I yeah. Up to that H9. is a great. I don't know if it's anything, but it's a great line for a hook for a thing. <laughs> like yeah. just go. Ahead. So my <laughs> girl, girl, as a hook for your podcast. No, like, like for a bit. I don't know if there's a bit yet, but you oh. understand how weird it is to have a best friend as a maid, right? No, I know, cause like it's no, the you, only thing I know. If you don't, then I'm telling you, most people are not best friends with their maids. I did not know that. You think about this for a second. You are like Batman, except you have no. You know, Batman's best friend is his his butler. Same, the same. Your best friend is so your best friend is the maid, except the maid doesn't help you fight crime. She just makes you soup sometimes. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, oh, you man. guys play games together or like you guys yeah, talk about we, girls? Yeah, I would play split screen with her. <laughs> this Burn is out, great. Watch movies. I would like, she would help me with my crossword puzzles. <laughs> yeah. With your crossword puzzles. I would watch her puzzles. Indonesian dramas with her. Yeah. She like influenced a lot on me actually. Right. That's good. I hope you still keep in touch. If you don't, you should make some effort and get I I have no idea where she is now. Find out which parent her hired her and then figure it out, man. It's gonna be worth it. You know. Only my mom knows, but my mom is like jealous that I'm closer to her, so she'll never reveal the information. You don't this know like until you, you don't know shit. until you try, man. I encourage I, I encourage I have. you have. Dude, listen, you're like mom, I wanna talk to my best friend again. Who is she, who is this best friend? It's it's your maid. Yeah, yeah. No, she's like I'm your best friend. I'm your mother. I'm like, oh, this is I'm like your best friend, comma. Drama. I'm your best friend, comma. I'm your mother. That's not yeah. a sentence a mom should say. I think. Oh boy. Yo. That's why I moved to Bahrain. That's uh, yeah. I'm a, what? What is it? I, my best friend. Yeah. 
so like so like when you go to parties like when you get invited to a birthday can my best friend come and it's just your maid she comes in permisi pak and then she like clean the floor just <laughs> no I would just hang out with her while she cleans the floor or help out yeah I would like talk to anyone oh <laughs> I was like no friends as a kid so uh, in this season of Amazing Race we have pairs from all over the world <laughs> We have twins. Oh, who we become? We look alike. We have newlyweds. Oh, I feel like if we win this, we're gonna go on a honeymoon. And we have Rizman and his best friend, his maid. Uh, and the maid's like, I'm paid to be here. But yeah, I'll do whatever he asks. Yeah, I'll do whatever Master he asks. Bruce. Yeah, do we have? Could, do I get weekends off? Day, uh, day, amazing race, and it's just like racing. Only yeah, and mm. you keep getting her to take your bags and stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, can you read this for me? What is the clue? Like, when you get her to do all the challenges. Uh, uh, bro, if the ch- was one of the challenges is to play Burnout split screen, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win that. Like, I, yo, you need to know how adorable this is that you play Burnout with your maid. Yeah, like essentially, whoever hi- your mom hired a best friend. Like, I think be- she hired. For me, they have a friend more than a maid for the family. Wow. And, <laughs> and then she didn't even want you to reconnect with this friend. Imagine that. Yeah, my mom's worse. You gotta get into... Okay, let's not... J- dear listener, uh, Rizman is still a nice guy despite however his feelings toward his mother is staying as, <laughs> as a joke. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, whatever you want to say next, just don't. Just keep it in because <laughs> we don't have time. Okay. <laughs> uh, She'll probably, my mom's probably going to listen to this podcast. That's, I'm that's fine. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there is some love here for everybody. Dude, my mom is in Scotland right now making apple malik. Can we talk about that in another episode of the podcast? Because no we problem. are we are about to wrap up and okay. uh, that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you, uh, Rizman, for hanging Thank out with us. Thank you, the listener, for hanging out. And if you want to know, uh, find out more about Rizman, you check out his Instagram, R-I-E-Z-N-U-T-S, Riznuts. And anything else you want to plug? Uh, plug my mom's cooking Instagram page. It's so awesome. Uh, Lisa's Kitchen. Right. Lisa with a Z. Right. She makes apombale in a country that does not have apombale ingredients organically. <laughs> Perfect. We'll catch up with how that goes in the next episode. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. That's all from us. Uh, uh, good night, good night, good evening, good day. Um, uh, I love you, I love you, and love each other. <laughs>